It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. This is FM South Africa's news and information leader. Well, uh, Ted Dimitro passing is uh, certainly the big story of the day, and it's uh, it's been one that is tragic for uh, the football fraternity, and uh, really is uh, sad news for for many of the footballers who were mentored by Ted Dimitro. And one of those footballers is a man who he coached at both Mamelodi Sundowns and Kaiser Chiefs, the legendary Fabian McCarthy, who joins us on the line. Fabian, thanks for joining us on the uh, on such a tragic day, and condolences on the loss of somebody I know you were close to. Yes, uh, thanks, Dwayne, and yeah, my, uh, he's all rest in peace, and it's unfortunately uh, today uh, we were at a coaching seminar, which I know that was uh, Coach Ted Dimitri's uh, baby. We met uh, a few times uh, this year at the Johannesburg Stadium with SAFCA, the South African Football Coaches Association, uh, fighting and trying to bring SAFA on board, and today... Uh, Neil Tovey was there, he was sitting in from the start till the end uh, and it is good for us to see that uh, Coach Ted Dimitri was fighting for this he, he was fighting for the philosophy of South African football he's been around for so many years and he, I think, is one of those that understand our style of play of our local players in terms of natural skill, born with skill and his coaching philosophy, I mean, I had the privilege to work with him at both uh, Mamalodi Sundowns and Kaiser Chiefs. And now, as I venture into my coach uh, uh, career, I'm also being mentored by him. Uh, there's so many coaches that came uh, through Ted Dumitri from the School of Excellence at the teams he has coached. And uh, he's, been, he's been doing so much. For, for football in our country and today is a sad loss because he was on the program he was supposed to close down uh, the day for us there but unfortunately that uh, God set out this day for Ted Dumitri to go back home and we can't question it all we have to do is carry on with what he started uh, Safka, he was a technical uh, on the technical board of, of, of Safa and he wrote and he had his research for football uh, all over the world, but basically his heart was out for South African football, South African philosophy. And uh, for all the coaches out there that were there today, we, we had a moment of silence. We had Dennis Nambol coming in and just share his condolences with, uh, with the SAFA board members and with us as, as young coaches and we have to continue and take his, his legacy forward because, uh, you know, like you said, a close relationship with Ted and I know what the men stand for. And one thing that comes to mind is that he gave me a red card at the training session at mm-hmm. Johannesburg Stadium when I was tackling in Besuma and he sent me off. What did I do today? Am I not going to play anymore for Chiefs or what is the coach doing? And he only spoke to me the, the Friday and said to me, I want you to win the ball clearly. You're intelligent. Use your strength to get the ball. Don't tackle or so. But before the game, he always makes sure after warm-up, when we go out in the lineup, he said, remember, now I want you to tackle. But don't get a red card so that we just win this game and carry on. 
So yeah, doing so much from that, and also, uh, you know, uh, I like the the coaching philosophy, the way he was doing his, his coaching in terms of he believed that every player needs to have a ball, and he, he doesn't believe in those coaches that make you run uh, Cooper test or 20 times around the field. Everything you have to do the moment you step onto the field is you have to have your ball either in your hand, between your feet, or around you. But you want to see each player with his own ball. And for that, I mean, he developed so many players, young players from the School of Excellence, so many coaches. You know, Dan Malisela was there, had his contribution, uh, you know, Sipot, Langalaza. The list is endless. So Dash, you know, people that were so close with that. Uh, and learn so much from him. And what we have to do is we just have to take this and carry on with it. And Safa, with Safka, is implementing this, going out to the schools, empowering up-and-coming young coaches with that philosophy that Coach Ted wanted us to implement, and we can only take it to the next level. Well, Fabian, that's just a uh, wonderful tribute to Ted Dimitris, so much about the, uh, the man that inspired much of your career. Uh, thank you very much for your time this evening. You're welcome anytime, Guy. CSL Radio Show. Well, we continue talking about uh, Ted Dimitri now, and uh, after the words of Fabian McCarthy, another player who played under uh, Ted Dimitri at Kaiser Chiefs is uh, Stanton Fredericks, who's uh, on the line, the uh, legendary footballer that he was, Stanton Fredericks. Digger, thanks for joining us, and condolences on the, on the loss of your former mentor. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Dwayne. I think um, it's a loss for the entire um, football fraternity in South Africa. Um, Ted Dupuytre, I was, I was blessed and fortunate uh, to play under him at uh, Kaiser Chiefs, where we we won the um, the AFSA Premiership under his guidance. And uh, yeah, it's just so um, kind of befitting that uh, Ted Dupuytre was meant to be at the Safka seminar today, um, um, sharing his, his his thesis and his philosophy on football. Um, and his passion was uh, in development for football. And, uh, yeah, it was just unfortunate that we, we, uh, a great man and a great loss to South African football. Yeah, I think one of the uh, one of the things that you touched on there is the fact that his his passion for youth development and youth coaching was was just so strong. I always remember him. He was always a champion of footballers expressing themselves, and he was always a champion of coaches developing youth talent. I mean, but what was he what was he like from from your perspective as a as a coach? Uh, you know, Kidemichu um, was a, a African. You know, he believed in in, in South African players. He believed in uh, African football. And uh, that just that just set him apart because um, he's, he's obviously from Eastern European descent, and uh, he's, he's embraced Africa and he's embraced South Africa. And whenever he speak, his philosophy on football was um, expressing yourself with your the abilities. Now we know that South African footballers are skillful, and Ted Dimitri was one of the coaches. Just personally for me. When he came to Kaiser Chiefs, he encouraged me to express myself with the ball. He always said, it is better to, to lose the ball at your feet, Stanton, than pass it and be intercepted. You know, so that is Ted Dimitri. Um, he just, he believes in South Africans where, where we find even our own people don't believe in us. And here we have somebody from Eastern Europe that believes in the South African way and the African way. Sensing, what was he like behind the scenes, uh, off off the pitch, off the uh, field of play? What was he like as a person? Um, as a coach and as a person, soft-spoken, um, uh, kind of an introvert, 
um, even when you, when you watch him from the from the sidelines, he wasn't a coach that would be on the sidelines shouting at his players, and uh, that's a signature for you. Um, very articulate, uh, very confident in his, in, his, in his beliefs and his philosophy, and uh, just uh, just an all-round good human being. And it's easy for people to say this when somebody's passed on, but I'm sure that all my colleagues that has worked with Dimitri shares the same sentiment. I'm just thinking about the things that I experienced with uh, Ted over the years, and I'm thinking now there is absolutely nobody that, that could actually fill the void that he's, he's left. Do you get that sense too? It's very difficult. Um, um, another per, uh, uh, coach um, in the same mold as Ted Dimitri, and I speak about foreign foreign coaches coming to South Africa and believing in the South African way is Augusto Palacios and uh, Augusto also uh, um, I think he spoke today at the seminar so these are coaches that, that, that are very rare you know it's very rare that you have a, a European or, or South American background coming to South Africa believing in our abilities and uh, like you've just said Dave, um, um, it doesn't come across every day that you have a, a person of his caliber and his beliefs Short and sweet, just like Ted Dimitru. Thank you very much for your fitting tribute to uh, the great man, Stiger. Uh, just condolences to the, the soccer fraternity and to his family. CSL Radio Show. It's FM South Africa's news and information leader. We continue talking about uh, Ted Dimitru, and certainly it is uh, a, a tragic day for the football fraternity. And uh, one of the players who played under him was uh, a man he trusted in goal, uh, Rowan Fernandez, who's now goalkeeper coach of Orlando Pirates, who's, uh, who's got a big match coming up this weekend, of course, uh, Rowan Fernandez. But uh, Rowan joins us first as a uh, yeah, goalkeeper who played under Ted Dimitru. Rowan, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening. Thanks for having me on board. Yeah, um, condolences on the loss of uh, your former coach and, uh, I suppose, mentor as well, Ted Dimitri. It must be a, a devastating time. It's always a sad day when someone does pass on. And, of course, uh, you know, he, he's famously remembered for his good times at Sundown and his good times against the Chiefs winning the two years in a row of winning the league. So, look, it was good times under him. We won a lot of trophies under him and we learned a lot under him. And, yeah, it's a sad day. May his soul rest in peace and wish, he, wish his family all the best in their recovery and dealing with her good evening. Rowan, you, you were his number one goalkeeper when Chiefs won those back-to-back league titles in uh, 2004 and 2005. Uh, I remember that stunning season finished, uh, was it 2003-2004, when you won six of your last seven games to uh, come from behind and claim the league title so spectacularly well. But what was, it like to have, what was it like to have him in charge in coaching and indeed showing faith in you? Look, from a personal point of view, it was fantastic for me because I was obviously given the responsibility of being number one at the Charlie Chiefs, and it was a fantastic time for me personally because I was doing well, the team was doing well, and we were winning a lot of things and we were achieving a lot of things. So one thing I did know with Ted was he always made sure that we enjoyed our football. We always kept the ball on the ground as long as we could keep possession. And he liked the whole thing of carpet football. He liked to play, uh, keep the ball, starve the opposition of, of play, and then we anticipated our chance will come. And of course, the time we had Collins in the team up front, he was, Yes. At that point in time, Lethal, I mean, he was top goal scorer this season, but back then he was absolutely phenomenal. He was scoring how many 50 goals in a season. So, you know, that was Ted's philosophy, was uh, anaerobic of training and maximum training. Everything was with the ball. And, of course, because you train so often with the ball, that the guys are very comfortable keeping the ball and, and starving the opposition and, and doing nothing. Yeah, I just remember Tom Tom Wilkie in the midfield as well. The way he controlled play, unbelievable in that carpet football, as you say. But one thing that that, that I know is hotly debated is is, is the use of skills and 
what some people term showboating, but, but Ted was actually a fan of players expressing themselves, as he used to say, wasn't he? He liked the guys to express themselves. I mean, he always encouraged the guys to, to use their skill in the right areas. He always said to the guys, we naturally gifted soccer players in the country, and he always encouraged the guys to use their skill in the correct areas. And You know, it was his way of eliminating a, a, an opposition or getting out of a, a situation or solving a problem was to use our natural skill. And Ted kind of reinforced it in the guys, especially in training, and he... It wasn't so much showboating, it was a more case of the guys have this sort of skill. <laughs> and we're very fortunate come to be very comfortable. And, I mean, he encouraged the guys to go out and display their skills. I know this is a, 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 an interesting time for you because you've, you've got the personal tragedy, but you've also got to deal with uh, the Nedbank Cup final uh, less than 48 hours away now. <laughs> but, uh, of yeah. course, you, you, you met in the, the last game of the season, 2-2 over the weekend. Do you think we can read much into that? Interesting. Uh, maybe you can, maybe you can't. It, it depends. I suppose all the journalists will be out there and catching at stories and headlines of a 2-2 draw on an even between two, two clubs meeting in the final and where they're saving themselves for the final. Yeah, you know what is, um, both teams are good, good players. Don't get me wrong. They've got Jeremy Brocky, Bradley Froblet, he's been the list of stars goes on. The Pirates have some good players in, in their lineup as well. So one thing I'm sure will happen on the weekend, there will be goals. It should be quite nice for everyone. Uh, I just hope that my goalkeepers don't concede too many. <laughs> <laughs> On the personal level, I'm never a fan of my goalkeeper concedes goals, but yeah, it's a, it's a nice thing for us. And it's, it's just the way Karma's worked out. We played six foot last game of the season and happened to be in the cup final. And it's obviously one of my former clubs, so it's like <laughs> a bit of a, a great match for myself. But I think it's been a good game. We've got, like I said, both teams are good quality players. And yeah, we like to open football. I think, uh, Let's see what happens on the weekend. I hope from, from our point of view that the that Orlando Pirates get the victory. It will be nice, of course, to celebrate. <laughs> yep. Let's see what happens. Of course, you'd be wanting that victory regardless uh, of where your sentimentality might lie. But, I mean, uh, when you consider that this, uh, or that basically the same team won the 2014 Nedbank Cup title and, I mean, have played as a unit that has even taken them to a, a continental final, do you, do you feel that there's an advantage in terms of squad mentality and uh, cohesion heading into Saturday's final? The one thing I've noticed with the Enterprise is the players do rise for the occasion. I think um, they've been in five finals in the last two years or whatever it is, and it's, uh, it's a fantastic achievement for any, any, any club. And one thing I noticed with the Lander Park today is they've got that big game mentality. And uh, come the occasion, come the man. So uh, it seems that that's the occasion with Pirates. Um, we were going to see some stats today, and our Nedbank Cup stats are pretty good. Let's just hope they can continue the winning formation, winning form, and yeah, pick up where we left off in the last game in the three first starts in the semi-final and do the business. And the guys have, I think, with them, Challenge Africa has made them mentally tougher. And this is, I stood them in good stead. And I think, yeah, I'm not going to call Pirates a cup team, but they're, they're a team for a big occasion. That's a fair enough point. Let's talk uh, briefly about the fact that you've actually got through. You mentioned the semi final against Free State Stars, but, you know, you've beaten amongst other teams Chiefs and Sundowns, giants of, of <laughs> South African football, en route to the final. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there a sense already that this trophy is rightfully theirs? You know what they always say, if you want to be the best, you've got to beat the best and all that nonsense. But, uh, you know, in a cup game, anything can happen. The Millers can, can slay the Giants. And I think it's it's nice for us to play against the, the bigger teams and the, the commons, so to speak of, because 
like I said, Pirates were the kind of team where come the big occasion, the players stand up and, and they do get the, the job done. So I think it's nice we took our Chiefs, we took our Sunday, so it's good for us to put the big ones out the way quickly. And now there's one more big giant on Saturday. So I think, yeah, we had the tougher run, that's for sure, going into the final. And it's been good for the guys because the, 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 the big opposition, the tougher teams bring out the best in these kind of players. Well, Rowan, uh, time's against us, but thank you very much for your time and certainly condolences once again on the loss of uh, Ted Dimitri. But best of luck on Saturday in the Nedbank Cup final. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dwayne DeLocca on SAFM. Well, we continue uh, talking Nedbank Cup final now, and uh, one of the players that Rowan Fernandez has pointed out will be uh, a danger and one to watch is uh, Jeremy Brocky of Supersports United. Incidentally, the last man to score a winner when they actually met in the Nedbank Cup. That was last year's Nedbank Cup, round of 16, if I remember correctly. That's it. Jeremy Brocky is uh, on the line. Jeremy, thanks for joining us. Good evening. My pleasure, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How are you? Still still got memories yeah, of that goal? Yeah, I still do have uh, very fond memories of that goal. And uh, obviously in the same stadium as they were playing it on Saturday, so it'd be nice to replicate something like that. But if I can't, then uh, hopefully we're lifting that trophy at the end of 90 minutes. Yeah, well, you, you're the top goal scorer across all competitions this season. You really are being uh, targeted as, as one of the danger men and one of the men that uh, they are going to be looking at closely, certainly. Uh, do you feel... A little extra pressure going into a, a final like this, knowing that it's your first cup final and then you are the man p- your opposition is focusing on? Um, oh, I guess there's always going to be a bit of pressure when it's uh, such an important game, but uh, you've pointed out that it was my first cup final and I'm very excited and, and looking forward to it. And I've been sort of taking in the, the whole occasion this week, uh, building up to Saturday. And uh, the pressure or the nerves haven't really come into play yet, but uh, maybe it comes out of it might be a little bit different, but uh, hopefully I can contribute to put, putting my name on the score sheet and um, helping Supersport win, win a trophy. On that point, I should congratulate you on your nomination as the Bank Cup Player of the uh, the Season. Does that add any uh, extra confidence going into this game? Yeah, it's a nice little um, personal... Um, Milestone, I guess, leading into such a big game, and um, obviously my main focus is to to win the cup itself. But um, if an individual accolade comes along, then I'll be very grateful for that, and uh, very thankful to my teammates because, as much as it, as it is an individual award, um, I wouldn't be getting it without my teammates around me. So, hopefully, we can lift the cup, and then maybe something personal can come after that. Yeah, well, speaking of uh, morale boosts and that, when you you play a team like uh, Orlando Pirates, I mean, a team with the pedigree of an Orlando Pirates in South Africa, you've been here long enough to realise just how standout they are. Do, do you feel an additional motivation as well? Yeah, it's, it's nice to be against one of the big clubs. Uh, they're going to bring a lot of atmosphere with their supporters to the crowd and uh, to the game. Sorry, and it's going to make for a, a good, wonderful atmosphere. And, and that's what a cup final is all about. So we're happy to have uh, one of the big three so-called teams in South Africa and um, there's no really extra motivation needed um, in terms of it being a cup final but to have it against a, a big team like Orlando Pirates with a lot of history um, it'd be nice to lift the cup ourselves Jeremy just uh, give us an indication what the uh, spirit in the squad is is like at the moment is there is there a, a sense of nervousness some anxiousness or is it uh, or the players completely g'd up for this final yeah, no, there's a nice buzz around training. Uh, the boys have come together nicely and, and uh, we're all fighting for that starting 11th place, which is uh, nice to have that competitive nature in training. And 
uh, make us fight for our position because we don't want to miss out um, come Saturday. So while there's been a lot of competition um, for places in training this week, uh, the boys are a very tight unit and we're looking forward to carrying on the Sydney sport tradition of, of winning trophies and uh, the Nedbank Cup doesn't get much bigger than that. Yeah, I mean, when you look back at the season, though, I mean, it was less than an inspiring start to the season, but you did manage your first aim under Stuart Baxter, and that was to, to claim a top eight finish. I mean, to finish with the trophy would be, just be the uh, the cherry on the cake, but what would it mean to uh, to players like you to win a first cup title? Yeah, it would be, be an amazing experience, and uh, like you said, we had a very up-and-down start to the season, and, and since Stuart taken, took over the club, a lot of people had written us off for making the top eight, and we... Um, snuck into that and ticked off that little goal and then our, obviously the Nedbank Cup was always up for grabs so we made an, a collective goal of ours to, to make it into that final and, and hopefully lift the trophy and uh, I know that uh, I'll be going all, all guns blazing on Saturday trying to win my first cup and, and uh, other boys in the team will be wanting to add to their um, personal collect- um, collection as well so there's uh, plenty to play for and um, I'm very excited no doubt you are, but uh, can we read anything into that last league match of the season, the two-all draw? Um, I, uh, we, we <laughs> a little bit, I guess, but um, <laughs> I think from our point of view, um, it was nice to know that we can come come back from a goal down. Uh, we've done it twice, and but we know that whatever position we get ourselves in, whether that's taking the lead or, or going a goal behind in the game, we know that we can come back and, and fight our way back, and that brings a little confidence to the team, so... Um, if it takes 90 minutes, if it takes 120 minutes, uh, if it takes penalties, um, I want Supersport's name on that trophy at the end of the day. Well, Jeremy, you showed your fighting spirit throughout this campaign, undoubtedly. The way you uh, helped United back in two of your last three games and semi-finals. I uh, hope it continues for you this weekend. Best of luck on Saturday against Orlando Pirates. Cheers. Thank you very much. Good to chat to you. CSL Radio Show. Radio Show. Radio Show.